Hello everybody, this is Sasha from Sexpert Talks and today we're going to be talking with the amazing Elizabeth Claire Delon, who is a love relationships and sexuality coach who helps mothers recover and thrive after toxic relationships. So we are in for an amazing ride with this powerful woman. <laughs> Welcome, how are you? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for this opportunity to talk with you. Love sharing in the way we talk always. So, and I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Great. So Elizabeth um, has focused on this deep, profound healing work. It started on herself because uh, she has healed herself from a very profound life experience. And now she's sharing her work with others. And uh, we were just speaking about the power and the importance that pleasure has had on this process. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I got into this work after leaving um, an abusive, toxic marriage um, with a malignant narcissist, I think would be the best category for this person. Um, there are many different types. and. Um, just woke up realizing what what he was that what the relationship i was in was not healthy and was not normal and the reason i was so confused and miserable was being in that relationship and i had felt like i was going crazy a while and didn't understand why very common experience if you're in these relationships i've learned um and woke up and kind of woke up into a lot of pain so I mean, it was almost like, it was truly like an awakening and my whole energy and body shifted and things woke up in me that had, and I, um, I, I was woken up by the pain, but it, it didn't really stop then. It was, it had to be processed like all of the, the accumulation, um, and sought healing for myself, uh, because of that, uh, wanting to move on from the relationship, wanting to heal. And that's how I discovered the training that, that we've done, that Sasha and I have done together, um, the sex, love, and relationship coaching training with Layla Martin, and just felt the biggest pull to that as, wow, this is a way I can heal? What? You know? And um, because I experienced um, trauma or abuse in all of those areas. So woke up in that way. And as I've gone through the process of reclaiming myself, like reclaiming my core essence, reclaiming my body for me and its true purpose, which is to bring me pleasure and to carry me through the world in a pleasurable way, not in a suffering way. Um, doing that embodiment work and that deep inner work uh, really has changed the way that I move through the world and the way that I experience the world. And that has been so revolutionary because of how, because when you are in these relationships and you have a child with the person, you are likely tied to them for quite a bit. And that is stressful and it feels impossible and it's scary and it's maddening and it's crazy making. And my divorce process after all of the abuse I went through in the relationship, the divorce was the worst part. Like, it's not like I decided and woke up and then it got better. Um, and you, 
you need to learn how to hold yourself through that mm -hmm. and to work with the things that are coming up as that person continues to be in your life in some capacity, however that looks, it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. So to doing the healing and tuning into my body and doing the work of choosing pleasure for myself and accepting my experience, even if it's so awful, it's like so shitty and terrible and the nastiest, heaviest, like, oh my, like primal scream where I'm sure I'm going to like, my pelvic floor is going to drop onto the ground. I'm screaming so hard. Right? All of the shadow emotions, uh, going through the process of embracing all of that and, and radical acceptance of reality, mm -hmm. it just changes the way that you show up. Um, and because likely anybody in this position and I and in my position, you continue to have this person trying to bait you or engage with you or mess with the system or, you know, yeah. so many different things. Like they are masters of chaos. Um, that learning to be in your body in a state of radical acceptance for what's coming up and learning how to choose pleasure and enjoyment and, and creating that ecosystem in your body. Like, oh, this is what pleasure feel like, feels like. This is what enjoyment feels like. This is what joy and bliss and radical acceptance. This is what it feels like to be in the present moment instead of in worry, right? All of that means that anything that he tries to do, but things go awry, or I don't foresee this hiccup or really terrible, terrible things <laughs> seem to be happening. Um, he still can't really get to me. Can't really get to me. Like I win, no, I win no matter what. I'm free no matter what um, because I'm empowered in my life and I am choosing to create my reality in the way that I'm choosing to create it. I'm empowered to choose pleasure. So it's such an antidote. Right, and I think that is some something that I would really like to to go further into uh, choosing pleasure because mm -hmm. there is this idea that pleasure can be hedonistic, that pleasure mm -hmm. can be something that disconnects you from what you are going through. But the way in which um, I mean, I know that because we went through the same training, I, and I have seen your development, mm -hmm. but also the way in which you approach it um, with with your clients, it's more about being in the present moment uh I, I really think it's important to emphasize into the importance of um distinguishing pleasure not as an escape and yeah. uh, you know like yeah i'm going to take a facial and that's going, and everything's going to be all right even when he's being an asshole towards me but but it's yeah. more about being empowered in your body like it, that that's mm -hmm. a very peculiar a very particular definition of pleasure that maybe if i haven't <laughs> in this training uh, we wouldn't know right like people that haven't uh, trained are like what do you mean by <laughs> how do you choose pleasure how do you choose yourself when you're in the middle of a battlefield with somebody that it's uh, has well we say in Spanish, "coco wash you." <laughs> <laughs> gaslight, gaslighted, maybe or brainwashed. Exactly, that's brainwashed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. So, um, yeah, it's so true. And part of it is a, a major tantric teaching, right? Which the training we did is based in tantric philosophy. Is learning to mix pleasure with absolutely any emotion. 
and you can, the Tantric Masters did it. It's a cool thing. Read some books. It's life changing. And also, like we learned, I learned, we both learned this process of how to really do it in your body and that you can use pleasure to alchemize absolutely anything, right? Mm -hmm. And you can consciously tune into the feeling of whatever it is in your body, that sensation, that emotion, you can tune into pleasure and mix them and circulate them using breathwork through your body. Um, and all of a sudden it neutralizes the charge of anger or of sadness or of shutdown or of terror. Right. Um, and what is so revolutionary about that is it is the definition of empowerment. It is embodied empowerment because I'm no longer controlled generally. Not that I don't feel afraid sometimes or so angry because uh, mm -hmm. that too is sacred. Is that like holy justified rage um, is uh, I am not unconsciously controlled by the things that I fear. I'm not unconsciously controlled by revenge or by I'm going to stick it to him or right. None of these things are useful. And so um, by, by be by alchemizing those emotions with pleasure, I am in charge. I am empowered. I am choosing. I am radically accepting what is present in my reality. I'm not shaming myself for feeling a certain way. I'm not shutting down because it's overwhelming because I have the body-based work. I yep. work with the body. We both work with body-based healing to hold that charge in my nervous system. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's the level of consciousness and, and awareness that's tied in with the body. I think that is so important. And I have seen how that has made such a, can, can be so relevant, especially in a situation in which people lose hope. Like when you're in a relationship with, with somebody that can be super toxic, like a narcissist, mm -hmm. people yeah. start losing hope because there is a whole layer of self-destructive, thoughts that have been imposed over, yeah. over you. So uh, it's more about choosing to change, to shift the belief. Mm -hmm. And I have also seen that you apply this to your son, that mm -hmm. uh, this, this awareness, uh, yeah. and I think that's why it's so important that you help not, not just women who are in, in these kind of relationships, but mothers specifically, yes. they can benefit their relationships with their children. You, you are a living example of that. Mm -hmm. So uh, the other day you were speaking about a beautiful uh, moment of containing your child through his emotions. Mm -hmm. I think that if women knew the importance that these processes can have on their children, that yeah. they are not too young to feel, too young to notice, too young to, to, mm -hmm. to be contained, that they need that containment. Yeah. Uh, I love how you have been working with your son. Would you, would you tell thank us you. a little bit more about it? Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Um, the, look, there are two, these two levels that I wanted to address from what you said. And the first is that a lot of times people will say to me, or even if I have uh, family members who are in a similar situation, I'll hear I, people on the internet saying, um, well, I just want to focus on my kids right now. Like they, they can't, they don't get therapy or counseling or coaching or, right. They don't take care of their inner recovery. I mean, first of all, there isn't a whole lot. I had, I do what I do because I had a really, no one was helping me. Like I had a 
kind of generic therapist that was, was helpful also for getting out of confusion. Um, but the level of somebody feeling like they're really on my team and I could cut and I had, um, like, a a strong resource of tools that I could use even in between sessions, which is like what I give my clients and even my free classes, I give tools to take, to take with. Um, I didn't have that. Um, I learned that. And so now that's what I offer. Um, so, you know, people want to focus on themselves, want to focus on their kids instead of themselves, but it's totally backwards because what happens is that until your own wounding, your relationship wounding, and a lot of times it started even before your ex. So many, I mean, I just listened to a talk yesterday on the connection between um, parents and narcissistic partners. So um, it, it, it's probably been in you for a while. Yeah. Um, and until you can deal with those, that is your imprint of relating to people and that humans. And so that is going to affect how you relate to your kids. It's not going to be the truth of like the loving connection that you desire and you know that you can have with them and the importance and that of your relationship that you know is there, not going to be reflected in reality. So we get things like, you know, uh, lots of um, self-imposed shame and like mom guilt for blowing up or this or that, or, um, right, really is struggling even in that relationship. And then that's often compounded because often the narcissist will attempt parental alienation and be um, baiting your child as well. And it feels out of control. It feels desperate. It feels um, like you would do anything to change it, but you don't know how. So focus on yourself and need to heal those wounds and right, empower yourself because you're this at the core of all of that. And relationship with your child will shift once you do that. And I've seen, I've seen that happen. I just, I didn't have any models. I didn't know if it would work. I just, I just did it. And I found some tools that were useful and like, I cannot remember the last time I had a con, like a substantial conflict with my son. He's 10, Mm -hmm. which is like, I love, well, I just freaking love this age. I, love genuinely work look forward to spending time with him and the special little traditions that we have every week and things we do i love his personality i love his company um and so i it 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 really feels like i've synchronized and harmonized more the truth of our connection even though like it's pre it's kind of pre pre preteen which can be really hormonal Mm -hmm. um and, but I have not experienced that with them. It's only gotten better using these tools. And what I've seen, ha- part of that is that I'm more clear and aware of myself and my triggers and my wounds and when they're coming from. So uh, something I hear people talk about a lot and that I've experienced is that your child will do something that either, you know, your ex planted in them. That is just not true. It could be just, um, a a wrong idea about you or it could be some sort of um destructive like belief or it could just be a pattern where you Mm -hmm. see like oh my gosh that's kind of like his dad or and then it's it it triggers in you like oh my god like and you go after the child or you go after you you harshly correct whatever it is 
And the child's like, what the heck? I'm just being a kid, you know? And that's the whole mom guilt cycle, typically. Whereas when you've done the work of sitting with those emotions for yourself, you don't, um, you don't have that reaction because you're not pulled into the past, right? You're not pulled by the trigger into the past of when you were wounded. You're in the present and you can remember, this is my child. This is not my ex. If you have strong emotions coming up, you're aware of those and you have the tools to manage them so that you don't get body snatched by the trigger. Um, and act in a way that's not in alignment with who you really are. And uh, it, it just increases your capacity for like clarity and seeing yourself clearly in true, meaningful relating. So um, like that's one level at which it operates. And then also the tools that I use for myself, I can teach them on a smaller level to my son. And you... The crazy double bind of being in a, like a co-parenting, you can't co-parent with a narcissist, but so co-parenting uh, situation with a narcissist is that um, they'll have really subtle ways of um, trying to undermine your relationship with your child and you can't do, you can't um, say to your child, well, your dad is doing this because of this, because he's a sociopath and you really need to understand that, you know, like don't believe him. You know, you cannot respond in the same way that, that he is, that your ex is. You can't tell that explicit thing to your child. Maybe if they're like 18 or I don't know, that would be an individual decision for everybody, but you can't, you, you can't fight back with, with words in that way because it's going to backfire. It's going that's exactly what your ex wants. They're trying to bait you through your child. They're trying to prove to you they're planting an idea of you in your child that's false. And then making hoping to make you mad so that you react in a way that is totally reasonable for you to react, but because of the illusions that have been cast, you you end up proving for your child that falsehood that your ex planted. That's how it works. So you need to not do that. You need to not be baited. And the way to do that is to be really in tune with yourself and the truth of you and have your, your triggers resolved so that you don't fall into that particular trap. And, um, and so that was a little bit of a trail, but going back to, and how do you help your child when they're with their other part, with, when they're with your ex-partner, when well, they're with the other parent? Because I have seen so, so many people totally discouraged um, and just like taking it, like I have to stay with him because he has me trapped or until my child grows older and they feel trapped because they use the child to create this, this mortal trap in which there is no winning. Uh, and what I am hearing, is the winning comes when you step out of the trap by, by staying into your body. Exactly, exactly. And I teach my son to be in his body because yeah. narcissists work in part by scaring you out of your body and, tr and through fear and coercion and manipulation. There's so many ways. Um, it depends. But by, by scaring you out of your body and many ways to teach you not to trust yourself. Mm -hmm. right? And trust is, a, trust is an embodied experience. I didn't know that till very recently. Trust happens when I know my inner yes and my inner no, what those feel like yeah. and where, and that tells me where my boundaries are. And then I don't cross my own boundaries. 
that is trust. Trust is an embodied experience. So um, giving that power then to my son. So I teach him basic like interoception tools where if he's really overwhelmed by a big emotion, mm-hmm. asking him, stating it, doing like really 10 typical parenting things that you have seen lots of places, stating for the child, it seems like you're feeling very angry. I see that you're angry. It's okay to be angry sometimes. I'm here with you. Um, and first of all, having worked with your own anger and your own rage and all of the emotions in your body so that when they are screaming and upset or whatever is happening, you are not triggered because you don't have that wound anymore. They can only trigger in you the wounds you still have. Yours is good. So mm-hmm. you can totally hold the space for them. And, um, and then I'll teach him, well, when you feel this way, when you feel really angry or really worried, what do you feel? Where do you feel it in your body? Can you point to it? And he will often resist at first as we've started to learn, but he'll point or I'll, I'll notice my body because as the mother, we are attuned to the biology of our children. I don't know about anybody watching or listening, but, um, I remember even when he was, he would be nursing. He nursed until he was four and three mm-hmm. months. And I would be like reading a book or something or watching TV with, uh, with the sound off as he was falling asleep for a nap and like nursing to sleep. And all of a sudden I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And I'd look down and he'd be falling asleep. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, right. It's, we are synchronized. We are, it's, it's, you could call it magic, but it's also mammals, right? <laughs> so it's just like ner- nervous system. So I will notice in my body sometimes how I feel when I'm talking to him. And I'll say, do you feel it in your chest? And then he can say yes or no. But usually where I'm feeling it is where he's feeling it. Um, and help him get in touch with that. Because what we want to teach people is that um, they aren't their emotions. They yeah. aren't their sensation, right? They aren't their thoughts. If they are the, the, the one in them that observes those things. And I think that is so important because it takes us back to this point in which as a mother, it is so, so basic, so, so important, fundamental to work on yourself yeah. in order to bring this tranquility to your child because it, it works backwards. Not only do you feel your child, your child feels you. And that is even more... Yeah more common that, that because we have already layers of okay. thoughts that that uh, kind of repel that that sensitivity but they they don't they they are all about this sensitivity they feel us even when they cannot name those sensations exactly so, yeah, uh, yeah that, i love that that's really important that you point that out yeah i remember uh this moment when I was cradling my child as a baby and I was so like nervous I had never he was my firstborn mm-hmm. he didn't sleep he had issues with whatever so I was like oh my god he's not sleeping he's not sleeping I can't get him to sleep I can't get him to sleep I was like yeah. waiting and crying yeah and my husband came home relaxed he carried him and he fell asleep in his shoulder like in one minute and, and he was mm-hmm. like, he's not sleeping with me. He's sleeping with you. He doesn't love me. He loves you. And he was like, no, you're just too, too uh, uneasy. And mm-hmm. he's feeling that. Like, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's so true. Mm-hmm. It, I, I think that translates to everything that you are saying. It's you work on yourself. Therefore, you can work on your child. It's yeah. not the other way around. When you are trying to work on your child first, 
and you're still triggered by everything and feeling trapped and feeling uh, like triggered every time the narcissist does something. No matter how hard that the child is working in therapy, you're still going to be that that point of that takes him out of balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it just it cannot be understated the importance of being in balance first because they do we are the barometer right for the whole home and that's why of course living with a narcissist is so destabilizing and unsustainable and um, a totally different family dynamic than than healthy or just normal ones without um, you know people with personality disorders and i wanted to underscore also um Oh shoot! What was it? I I was thinking of it when you were when you were talking um, about oh, so also just tying it back into supporting your child. What that then teaches him is his own inner trust system and his his own inner boundaries. Because the narcissist will try so hard to crush your boundaries. Oh, people with boundaries cannot you can't be touched by narcissists because they can't manipulate and control and and deceive and um, gaslight right if you know what's true to you if you know what's your yes and what's your no um they, you're like untouchable um to to them and so by they will they will try to crush that um and there are all these ways that they do it but so by by empowering my son to know his own body view his body as his ally, to be in tune with his sensations, to be in tune with how he's feeling. I'm teaching him the experience of boundaries. I'm teaching him the experience of a healthy container so that when he has the opposite experience with the unhealthy parent, he knows that something is off, right? Yeah. He knows, he knows, right? And he's not, he's less likely to be deceived. He's less likely to be as deeply hurt because what's so hard is that our kids are, are like this is the this is the parent that we chose for our child right it's their parent it is their parent and we can't change that and part of that is the radical acceptance of of the reality and learning to be okay with whatever comes up around you when you think about that like feeling ashamed is okay feeling angry is okay and really coming to terms and resolving that and right recognizing like giving yourself tools to, to help your child through that, through that experience with that unhealthy parent. Yeah. So um, to summarize, I would say that it's so important for women to know that there is a way out. Yeah. Uh, and part of this way out, if they are in the middle of a relationship like that, and they're still feeling this pull because even if you get to divorce, which is not easy, these, these relationships keep pulling especially yeah. when there is a child in between so there is a way out and the way out has to do with your boundaries and with being in your body and with being in your pleasure with mm -hmm. with being present in what's going on and with creating this safest place safest space of trust in your body where you know yeah. what your yes and you know your no yeah yeah absolutely yeah yes i'd say so and it's scary i mean it's it is scary. It's scary to leave. It's scary to think of what might come. And um, that's why the tools of present moment um, awareness are so important and why radical acceptance is so important and why having tools to, well, how do I deal with this in the moment when it comes up? Or how do I deal with, like we get sucked back in because of the same wounds that attracted us to the relationship in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
heal those and then there's no more there's no more draw there's no more pull and there's no more way for him to hook hook you back in because they hook in through the wound itself yeah that's mm -hmm. so powerful i really wish that women uh, knew that and that they learned that and that they take the chance to work uh, mm -hmm. with people that have gone through that the way that you have yeah. and, and because we need support right like displaying okay. the superwoman and trying to do it all on our own is never is never the way out like even when yeah. even in your process you had all the support of the of the of the program and the women that were working mm -hmm. in there so i, I yeah. would really invite women in that situation to look for support and in this mm -hmm. case you what a better support than somebody that has gone through all of this so yeah. how can you can you be rich out um, if they want yeah. to get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, also, I just want to say too that I think it's so important to validate the fears and the difficulty that comes with leaving, and that if you are not yet ready to leave or you're not sure or you're struggling, that that's okay. Right? Everybody has their own timeline, everybody has their own process. Um, right? It, and that's okay and it's okay to take to take your time and to come to terms for yourself um, and I'm wanting I'm desiring recently to even create tools for people who are still in relationships and been focusing on people who have left and are looking to recover but I'm looking to think about what tools I could develop for people who um, who are still in it and actually my my class that I'm teaching which I, I think it'll be over by the time this comes out but my most recent free class that I'm doing, um, which I would actually share with anybody. Yeah, it's gonna be recorded, so um, if you want it and you're listening to this, reach out to me. It's on parenting with a narcissist, and it will work regardless of your situation, if you're in it still or if you've left. So that's kind of part of the idea. Um, so I can be reached, I have a website. Did you have, did you want to ask me? I just wanted to add something. Thank you yeah, yeah. very much for saying that because so many women feel so pressured to, to leave. Like the, the yeah. argument is like, just leave. Like if it was that easy, right? Like just, well. Mm. Uh, and the truth is that that, that way it's like another layer of shame. Like, oh my mm -hmm. God, why haven't I left? I should have left earlier. I'm still yeah. here. So that's so powerful and so mm -hmm. validating. That. It's okay yeah. if you're still in that relationship. I just... Mm -hmm wanted to underline that it's Thank so you. important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's also radical acceptance, of course, <laughs> of the present moment, which is, seems to be our theme today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for doing that. So you can be reached on your web page. Which, yeah. Which yeah, it's my name. So it's www.elizabethclairedelune.com. And Claire is C-L-A-I-R-D-E. L-U-N-E. I think if you Google it, it also will come up. Um, and that's the same for my, I also have a Facebook. You can look me, up, look me up on Facebook. And my Instagram is my name with dots in between, Elizabeth.Claire.Day.Loon. It's like the song. So yeah. that's, yeah, <laughs> that's the best way to reach me. In the, informa in the information and description of the podcast, but yeah, totally. I really wanted to hear uh, the, the places where they can find you. So just look yeah, for, for the specific uh, uh, direction in the, in the web page. Yeah, yeah. Yes, thank you so much for joining in this interview. It's been so, so powerful. I really believe that so many women can benefit so much from this, from these conversations.
Yeah. 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 Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So just remember, guys, um, the information is down below in the in the description of the podcast. Uh, you can find the links there, how to find her. And as you can see, she has uh, free classes uh, recorded. She has um, calls also to you can talk to her. You can reach out to her and see if you if you can work together. She has a, a discovery call as well. Uh, so there, there are many ways to reach her. Reach for help. Don't stay quiet. There is no reason to be ashamed. There is yeah. always somebody that understands you. Yeah, thank you so much for that reminder. Thank you.